Hello pod puppies. Pod sound school is in session. Let's put our head cans on. Never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. Ready? Me too. Let's go. Episode 4. Microphones. Well hey there podsters. You made it back. I'm Studio Steve and I'm glad to be here with you. I'm not sure, but I think the subject of today's episode might be one of my favorite things in life. Microphones, transducers, magicians, the gateways to transcending space Space and time. time. There is perhaps no more important single piece of gear for your podcast than your microphone. But before we just Google best podcast mic or cheapest podcast mic, Let's take a moment and talk about what types of microphones there are, how they work, and then cover a couple of tips about how to use and care for them. There are two types of microphones that we are concerned with, dynamic and condenser. Let's start with dynamic microphones. It's often helpful in understanding dynamic mics to compare them to loudspeakers or big speakers that you can easily see the components and wiring of. I found it fun to learn that a microphone is really just a speaker in reverse. Now there are the technicalities of exactly how this technology works, and I've posted some diagrams that go deeper into that on this episode's blog page at podsoundschool.com slash blog. I definitely recommend checking that out if you want a deeper understanding. Also, if you're a bit more of a visual learner, you can always check out our YouTube channel, Pod Sound School where you will find some tasty visuals to accompany each episode. So, a snapshot explanation of dynamic mics. Dynamic microphones work when sound waves hit a thin metallic diaphragm that is attached to a coil of wire. This diaphragm vibrates the coil, kind of like a spring, in response to the moving sound waves. There is a magnet in the middle of the coil that produces a magnetic field, and converts those waves into an electrical current. Or more simply put, they're magic. And like so much of our fancy tech that we are so enchantingly addicted to, we don't really care how it works, we just need to know how to use it. And in the case of microphones, when and why to use one type or model over another. Dynamic microphones are characterized by this magnetic process of energy conversion. Because they rely on a magnet for their power, so to speak, This makes them very durable, rugged, and affordable. Again, because of its magnetic field that is grabbing onto the sound, dynamic microphones require the sound source to be relatively close to them to get a decent audible signal happening. This is a wonderful quality when you're concerned with live sound, which is why you will most commonly see dynamic microphones used on stage or with very loud audio sources, like guitar amps or drum sets. Stage microphones for vocals are also usually dynamic because the singer is surrounded by such noise, we only want to pick up what is just inches in front of her. So dynamic microphones are great when you are on the go or in a loud environment. They are sometimes preferred over condenser mics when being used in a multi-microphone situation for the close proximity aspect, as they won't pick up as much of the dude next to you as a condenser mic would. 
which in turn can also make for easier mixing and editing. Also, they do not require power. You can plug a dynamic microphone directly into a mixer or an interface, and you won't have to provide power for it to pick up sound, the magnets doing that for us. One thing that dynamic microphones lack is sensitivity. They are rugged and durable, so they don't pick up quite as pure a sound as condensers, and they will usually have specific frequency responses tailored to specific audio needs. There are many wonderful dynamic microphones created specifically for broadcast and radio. So let's simplify this even further. Dynamic microphones. Affordable, durable, don't require power, good in noisy environments, lacking in depth and color when compared to condensers. Okay, so what about condenser microphones? Condenser microphones are your studio microphones. This is because they have a much greater frequency response and are much faster at reproducing the sound. They also have a louder output, but they are much more sensitive to louder sounds. The British call condenser mics capacitor microphones, and there is a reason for that. Capacitance is the science that makes them work. There is this thin membrane or diaphragm that is electrically conductive, usually a mylar and sometimes a metallic foil. When the sound waves hit this diaphragm, it moves back and forth between two capacitor plates. These capacitor changes result in the electronic conversion. Or, in other words, they're magic. When you look through the metal casing of a condenser microphone, you can usually see this diaphragm suspended in the middle. I like to think of that diaphragm as the portal into eternity. This technology requires what's called impedance conversion, which basically just means power. Some condenser microphones require their own separate power source. These are usually the microphones with tubes inside of them that are deliciously warm with vintage juice. But most condenser mics use what's called phantom power. Phantom power is also called 48V or 48 volts. Most mixers, interfaces, field audio recorders all have a button that will turn on this 48 volts power and send it through the cable into the microphone. So now you know that if you are using a condenser microphone, you need to press that 48 volts button or you won't hear anything. This technology is used mostly in studios not only because it is much more sensitive and expensive, but the results are cleaner, truer to reality, butterier and deliciouser. Drawbacks are because of the sensitivity and that they have a much broader range of what they will pick up. They are not ideal for loud environments. So to simplify, condenser microphones. Sensitive, costly, ideal for sound controlled environments, great frequency response and quality. So which one do you need? Well, that has to do with two considerations. One, your budget, and two, your recording environment. Usually if people can afford it, and have a relatively quiet room to record in, they will choose condenser mics over dynamic for recording voices. As I mentioned at the beginning, microphone choice will really determine the outcome of your show more than most other factors. We talked about rooms in the last episode and a few affordable ways to prep and turn your podcast studio into a nice sound controlled environment, which will allow you to consider both types of microphones. So now, what's your budget? 
Most people would probably recommend you start with something inexpensive at first and tell that you are sure you will continue podcasting and then upgrade to something better. I tend to agree with this. And there are many great mics to start with that won't break the bank and will be useful down the road for travel, interviews, etc. when you've upgraded to something more fancy. If you haven't yet checked out our Patreon page, I'd recommend taking a gander at the bonus features and juicy extras that you'll have access to as an official podskinator. There's a really fun exclusive episode available that compares and contrasts some of the most popular podcast microphones, from least to most expensive. I actually record through each microphone as I discuss them, and Weatherby helps me with a side-by-side comparison. It's a great bonus episode to help you decide which mic is best for you. My purpose in wanting to create that episode was to help prove a hypothesis I have, that you don't need a $3,000 microphone to get outstanding sound quality on your podcast. With that being said, you will probably need to spend $150 to $500 to achieve adequate sound. Now, if you've done your do googling then you're probably wondering why I haven't talked about USB microphones yet. USB microphones have gained massive popularity with podcasters, content creators, and YouTubers alike. USB microphones are nifty because they are a microphone and an audio interface all wrapped into one. On the next episode, we dive into audio interfaces, but for this discussion, an interface is the device that converts the microphone's signal into digital files for your computer. So with a USB mic, you simply plug it into your computer or laptop, set your computer's input to your USB mic, and you're ready to go. This is also really cool if you're on the road and you won't have access to power. You can do an interview or recording with nice results using your laptop. And of course, this saves a chunk of money by eliminating the need for an audio interface. The USB mics for podcasts are mostly condenser microphones that draw their power from the USB port. Probably the most popular one is the Blue Yeti, which goes for about $120. Like all microphones, if used properly, you can achieve great results from USB mics. So, now that you know more about the different types of mics, you can make a more informed decision when purchasing one. I would definitely recommend listening to the next episode about interfaces before impulse buying your microphone. I know you're excited, but slow down. You want to find the right fit. So to finish up this episode, let's touch on some quick general uses and care of mics. We will dive into much more detail about microphone technique on later episodes, but here's three quick points. One, mics can be sensitive to moisture, especially condenser mics. So use a pop filter and keep your spit out of the mic. What's a pop filter? Check out our accessories episode. Two, get up nice and close on that thing. Getting nice and close to your microphone is the best way to utilize the mic and get the sweetest tone from your voice. Also, this will help tremendously with something called noise to signal ratio, which is how much noise versus how much voice gets into the mic. If you're closer to the mic, you can turn down the input, which in turn will let in less noise. Being nice and close also will help with multiple microphone situations and the distant sound of your buddy's voice overpowering your microphone. Number three, microphone placement. Double check that you are speaking into the correct side or end of your microphone. Some microphones are more intuitive than others. 
So many people speak into the Blue Yeti incorrectly that Blue has actually put out some infographics about how to talk into their microphone properly. Many people will talk into the top part of the microphone as that is the rounded edge and looks like the rounded edge of a handheld mic. Or you should be talking into the front side of the microphone where there's the diaphragm we mentioned. If you see that diaphragm or that circle, you want to point your voice and those sweet frequencies from your throat and your larynx and send them into the portal. Also, one way to eliminate more noise is to position yourself and the microphone in a way that is not pointing toward noisy objects or other people. So the back of the microphone is facing the dude next to you, or the back of the microphone is facing your buzzy computer. And with that, you're ready to go. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to hit up the Cool School social links. We got a Twitter, an Instagram, and a Facebook at PodSoundSchool. And you can email me directly at studiosteve at podsoundschool.com. Also, come join and grow right along with us at our Patreon. I do a weekly live video answering questions, addressing issues, and interesting topics about your growing podcast empire. There's a library of royalty-free music that you gain access to you can download and use on your podcast. There's bonus episodes and just wonderful features. Definitely come check it out. Thanks so much for stopping by today. And thank yourself for taking a little time to add some intellectual assets to your enterprise. I know you're going to kick butt at this podcasting, and I absolutely know that your unique voice has a home admits the world and is waiting to be heard. Don't slow down. Hit the next button, and let's learn about DAWs and interfaces. Happy casting. Wooey and yippee pie yay mother podders. Another great episode down the hatch. You're turning into such good little audio wizards. Catch you on the flip side, doggies. Contact us at podsoundschool.com. You can also find us on the social medias at podsoundschool. And make sure and become a premium member of the school to get bonus episodes, access to Studio Steve's sweet weekly streaming, royalty-free music, and more. Welcome to valuable learning experiences. <laughs> Interesting work for which learners see a purpose. Provide its own discipline.